0: Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold.
1: What a joy it is! Vinay, come closer. Uh-huh. Make sure you are in coverage area hallelujah. Amen. What a blessing. Sister Victoria, can you bless us with a song? Yeah, just bless us with a song. Why not? Yeah. Acclame, acclame, acclame. Acclame. Any song, just, just bless us with the many songs that is in your heart. Just bring it blessed i think that the atmosphere demands a solo what do you think yeah so let's let's get a solo and then we'll preach
0: worthy of it all, you are worthy of it all, for from you are all things, and to you are all things, you deserve the glory.
1: Amen. What a blessing. Hallelujah. If you are sitting beyond the third row, you are out of coverage area. Come to the second row. Amen. You'll be blessed. There are empty spaces here. Unless you are pregnant, don't sit far away. So if you are sitting far away, we can assume, easily assume that you are pregnant. Uh-huh. Amen. What a blessing. Hallelujah. There are some men who are pregnant here tonight. Pregnant with some powerful potential seats. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Are you excited to be here? I believe so strongly that the church is in a time where God is doing something great. Amen. Do you believe it? You see, I've always been saying that we need to give God a cause to grow the church. Amen. Amen. And one of the ways that we can give God a cause to grow the church is that when we go out, and then we witness. Amen. Hallelujah. So tonight I'm going to talk to us about barrenness. Amen. Hallelujah. If you are not fruitful, you are barren. Amen. Are you still here? In John 15:16, He said, "You did not choose me, but I chose you." Amen. That you go and you bear fruits and that your fruits remain. Amen. So God chose us so that we can go and bear fruits. And when we bear the fruits, that fruit will remain. And when our fruits remain, it means that we are fruitful. Hey, In the real world, when somebody brings forth to a child, you say that a person is what? Is not barren the person can bring forth to a child. Hallelujah. But there are different types of spiritual barrenness that you can be in the church. You can be doing things in the church. You can look like you are, you are active in the church, but you are still barren. Can I have an amen? amen? So, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and I have ordained you. It means that when God saved us, he saved us and he ordained us. He anointed us that we go and we bear fruit. No wonder that I said that lo, I am with you even to the end of the age. He said I'm with you always, all the way, even to the end of the age. Can I have an amen? amen? That your fruit what? should remain. And whatsoever ye ask the father in my name, he may give it to you. You see, a lot of us we like the that part. Father, your word says, Whatsoever we shall ask the father in my name, you will give it to us. But before then, he said that I have chosen you. It means that, you see, one of the things that you, you must understand, I learned this thing from our prophet a long time ago, that the way to understand the scriptures is read from the low part and then go up. So when you look at it, that whatsoever you ask my father in my name, he may give to you. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. But when you go up, what is he saying That Your fruit should remain. And he chose you to bear fruit that your fruit should remain. That is when you actually whatsoever you ask Father in my name, he will give it to you. So is it possible that our prayers are not being answered? Because we are barren. Or because we are not fruitful. Can I have an amen? Fruitfulness pleases God. John 15 chapter 8. Give it to us. John chapter 15, that you know John 15, chapter 1, that's where it says that I am the vine, you are the branches. And then say, if any branch abides in me, they'll bring more fruit. If you don't abide in me, you will be pruned away. John chapter 15, he said, Hearing is my father glorified. God gets his glory when what? That ye shall bear fruit so that you are, you shall be my disciples. God is glorified. Pastor Hans, God is happy with you when you are bearing fruits. So it is time that we rise up to actually be fruitful. Amen. Amen. To be fruitful because God gets his glory from us when he sees that his children are fruitful. I was listening to a message by our prophet, and then Bishop said that ministry. Ministry is soul winning and church planting or soul winning and building churches. That is all ministry is about. To say that you are in ministry, church. Evangelism, because that is what is important to God. That is what brings Him glory. It's not building schools, or it's not being an important person, or any six figures that bring glory to God. All those things—they are benefits that come with it. How many of us would like to earn six figures? I'm number one. I have to raise my leg and my everything. But guess what? What brings God glory is that what we will be fruitful. And there's a lot of barrenness that is going on. Hallelujah. A lot of us sitting here, we are barren, including the pastor himself. Amen. But the way to know something is, you have to know how to diagnose it, so that when you have diagnosed the thing, or you know what it is, then we can do something about it. So I was reading our prophet's book, Church Planting. And then he began to explain barrenness from the point of the original word, the Hebrew words and the Greek words that actually explains barrenness. After I saw it, I realized that asomwa, I myself, I am barren. So we are going to look at those Greek words, hallelujah, because God is glorified when you bear fruit and when I bear fruit. We have to give God a cause to grow his church. We have to give God a cause to grow his church. Since we started going out, out on evangelism, I mean, I'm telling you, it's amazing. I was there, I received an email from a family that just moved to town. They said they were going to come to church. Yesterday, I was there, my phone call. is said, me, no English, me, French. I began to call French people. They want to come for the French church. They just moved to town. How did they know we have a French church? So, I called French number one. They didn't pick up. I called French number two. They didn't pick up. I called French number three. They didn't pick up. They had decided to call Creole. I went that direction. <laughs> then I got a pickup. up. Asomua, the person was also from Haiti. I'm saying that people are calling. Sunday we saw when our, uh, our founding members, people who were there to find it, the they just got up. I just got the text message. He said, uh, hey, pass. They call me pass. Hey, pass. What is the address? Then I send it to them. They didn't say anything. Silent. The following Sunday we saw they were in church. We have to give God cause. The God gets glorified. We want to see 300 members by the end of the year. Let us not worry about fighting. Let us go out and go and speak to people. And I'm glad John. John, it's good to see you. He's come crowd. From Southside Evangelism. He's here midweek service. I think it's a blessing. It's a good place. Establishing. Establishing people in the house of the Lord. Are you still here or you have gone home? So we are going to look at barrenness like we have never heard before. Hmm. The Hebrew words. The first one is called akar barrenness. A-Q-A-R. Akar. Barrenness. It said this word means the destruction or the removal of the, uh, of, of the generative organ. When somebody is what? It's not circumcision. When somebody is castrated. Hey, is it possible that you are a Christian that has been castrated? You see, in those days, uh, the eunuchs, when you see them big, fat, and then they are buffing the queens and then the princesses and all those things, their ability to generate has been taken away from them. They don't have feelings. Even though James tells us that Elijah was a man full of like passions. He had feelings like you and I, but still he prayed that there should not be rain. And Bible says that for three, and a half hour, for three and a half years it did not rain. And he prayed again that rain must come. So it means that even prophets have feelings. Men of God, big men of God like Pastor Hans, they have feelings. That is why they have three children. Hey. They still have feelings, but when somebody's... so a car is when your generative your generative organ has been removed, or is it that you, you you don't have any functioning organ? Because you know you can have everything by your spermatozoa is not enough to. You go they check they say everything is fine, you are producing, but the thing is not it it doesn't have the flavor. Or the strength to attack an egg. When your generative organ has been removed. Hallelujah. So, this was something that, you know, and then as he went on to explain, he says that when a church's outreach, the fruit-bearing aspect of a church is removed. There is no longer outrage. There is no longer evangelism. The church is no longer growing. The church is suffering from akabariness. Are you still here? Do you think that the church has been suffering from akabariness for a while? Because the church is not going. Right now we are just thinking about ourselves. We are just building ourselves. You are building your home. You are building for yourself. But we forget that we must go. The last words was to to go and preach the gospel to all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. teaching them to observe whatsoever thing I have commanded you and lo I am with you even to the end of the age. Are you still here? Hallelujah. It says that the church must rise up and be generative again. Go out, talk to somebody about Christ. When was the last time that you talked to somebody about Christ? When was the last time you fought with somebody? That one probably you will remember. Or when was the last time, the last time you sent a text message to somebody? Any, any hands? You sent a text message. Or when was the last time you actually picked up your phone? Or when was the last time that you told somebody that Jesus Christ loves you? Hallelujah. The church is suffering from a car barrenness. Churches or individuals suffering from a car barrenness. Are deficient of the generative aspect of the ministry. This means that they are defiant in outreach and fruit-bearing aspect of church life. Hallelujah. That's why every Friday, every Saturday, when we come here from four, we say we are going out on evangelism. Come, let us go. Come, let us go. Somebody will look at your handsome or beautiful face and then accept the word of God. Can I have an amen? There will be joy in your life. That Sunday we saw that God is going to bless you greatly. Your marriage will be fixed. Your finances will be fixed. Your children will be fixed. Whatever concerns you, God will perfect it. Because if the master is receiving glory, you see, when you make somebody happy, it's like a houseboy who pleases his master. His master just increases his pay like that. If we are glorifying God, you say what? Hearing is my father glorified. Is there another version? those of us who don't understand what he hearing is give us some new living translation or something or something that can make it s- simple amen hallelujah so tell somebody i hope you are not suffering from akabarness here is my father my father's glory in that you give much fruit and so am i what? are my true disciples. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's, let's move on. So a car Tell somebody, I hope you are not suffering from a car In Exodus chapter 23, verse 26, it was saying that there shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren. That barren that was used there is a car in thy land. The number of thy days I will fulfill. Hallelujah. God will deliver us from that type of barrenness. Hallelujah. You will naturally talk to people about Jesus Christ. You will naturally just have the desire. Place your hand on your heart. Ask the Lord, Lord Jesus, cure me from a car barrenness. Give me a heart to preach the gospel. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The next Hebrew word, are you still here? Are you enjoying? Is working cry. Wow. Was asking a few questions it said do you have crusades do you plant new churches the absence of crusade breakfast meetings witnessing campaign church planting shows a defiance of the generative aspect of the ministry but from tonight we are repenting. Amen. Hallelujah. The next one is Bar- Baroness. Shakol barrenness S H A K O L. Shackle barrenness. Hallelujah. What does that mean? You see, if you, you, you get pregnant, right, and you are not able to carry the pregnancy to full term and you miscarry, you are also considered as barren. Can I have an amen? So the thing is not that you are not, it's not about the fact that you cannot get pregnant. But sometimes you get pregnant and then two months, three months, the baby comes to pass. You are barren in the sense that you don't have any fruits to show. And the church suffers from what? Sacre barrenness. As I was reading this, my heart was turning. My heart was turning. The whole day I was praying that God deliver us. Let's even go a little further into it. Are you still here? It says that to miscarry or to suffer abortion, to be bereft of children, to be barren or to cast your young, to, to make childless and to deprive of children. Hallelujah. So he it was, it was talking about such churches and ministries cannot keep the souls God gives to them. Do you see how barren we are? We are suffering from shackle barrenness, but as we are, we are it is being brought to our knowledge and we pray against it, God will deliver us. Because Sister Joyce will tell you, I remember three years ago. By the end of the year, 123 people have visited the church. All of them said they like the church; they will come back. What a shock! Two years ago, about 120. Last year, 107. As of Sunday, we had 38 before Sunday, and Sunday about nine people added to it. So that's about about what 47 by April ending. If we are not able to retain the people that God brings to us, we are suffering. Anytime God brings a blessing to you, you cannot maintain that blessing. You are suffering from a type of barrenness which we call shakal barrenness. Hallelujah. Oh, may the Lord deliver us from such barrenness. Hallelujah. Follow up team. That should be the most important thing. You see, last I was explaining to them that, you see, this in our modern Age, right? It's not that people are giving birth to more children. Dr. Iron, how many children did your father have? Seven. How many children do you have? Three. You see the difference. Dr. Twindy, how many children did your, your father have? Three. And then you have three. So you, you matched up. Hey! Let me look. Sister Victoria, how many children did your father have? Four. And then you have three. So you have decreased it. Whose father had ten children? At least. Your father had what? Twelve. And then you have how many? You have two. Hey! so it is not that people are giving birth to more children because when you go to other places they're actually saying that one you know when you go to asia it's one child they pay them not to give birth to children so it is not because that the world's population people are giving birth to more children that is why the world is increasing in number but you know why the advancement of medicine the disease that would kill somebody 20 years ago, right now, they have they have immunization for it. They have medication that can cure. People have HIV and they put them on, you know, antiviral drugs uh, to the point that they are, okay, they are walking about. How many of us know Magic Johnson? When I knew that Magic Johnson had HIV, I was like a baby. The guy is still alive and kicking. So it is not because that The people are giving back to children. But everything that causes that that, that decrease, you know, it has been blocked. That is why if the church can rise up to retention evangelism, when somebody comes to the church, there is no way we must leave the person to go. We have to call them. We have to visit them. We have to follow up on them. Almost everybody is calling your phone. You will come back. You will come back. Can I have an amen? amen? Because when they came, they said they would like the church, they would come back. What, why did they not come back? The church is suffering from what? Shackle barrenness. Touch the person sitting by you. I, I, I deliver you from shackle barrenness. Tell them. Hey! We cannot sustain the growth. We are unable to continue in the things of God. God moves in a special way. God is doing something in our life but as soon as God finishes doing it we just let the thing slide. You must rise up and refuse it. When you got your healing through that prayer refuse that the sickness will come back. You must receive it. Hallelujah. If you allow it to come back you are suffering from a type of barrenness. You are not able to sustain. You are not able to keep. Hallelujah. And if we begin to see this, we begin to think this, we realize that the church is very barren. Because if that 123 people had stayed, and then 120 had stayed, plus 107, and then what we have now, we will not have space for people to sit. Can I have an amen? Did you see that? But I pray that God will deliver us. Hallelujah. So, a prophet that such churches cannot keep souls that God gives to them. Says so Such ministers cannot sustain their growth and are unable to continue in the things of God. Hallelujah. But he said, I always pray. One of the he said, I always pray over my members. He said, Lord, when they go, let them come back to church. And then when they are coming back, may they not come alone. When somebody comes here and they give their life to Christ, we all need to pray in our heart that Lord, as they have given their life to Christ, may they be established. That's why every one of us must be actively involved. We must be actively involved. You cannot let the person sit by you throughout Sunday. Sometimes the person sat by you, a new person came to the, they sat by you. You never even tend to say hello to them. And say, oh, that, that brother who was sitting by me, what's what's the name? What's the name? You sat by them; you should know their name. Third type of barrenness. What is the first one? Aka barrenness. Then the second one is what? Shakor. We are learning some some words. The third Hebrew word is mal- Meleche. Oh, melech. <laughs> He's working. M-E-L-E-C-H-A-H. How will you pronounce that? Same thing as we said. It's working. Hallelujah. It said this word means a salted land, a desert, or a barren land. It speaks of no produce, no life. The land is dead to any kind of seed. You are like a cement that you are putting seed on. Hey, you can't be, you, you see, you are coming to church, you are receiving the word, you are being blessed, but you are like a salty land. Every seed that comes into your life, you kill it. Every word of prophecy that comes to your life, you kill it. You are like a salty land. Spiritual saltiness Hallelujah. It says that they have been in the church for many years and have heard many sermons. They have been anointed and prayed for specifically but still cannot bear fruit. Much is poured into them but little comes, little can be expected from them because that person is salty. You have received the word. You have been counseled. You have been encouraged. Everything has been done for you. Very little can be expected from you. You are still a a, a sitting star. If there are different levels of sitting stars, Uh, there are some sitting stars when they sit down and something is going on. They actually are not very comfortable, but they won't do anything about it. There are some sitting stars where they will sit there and nothing concerns them. (laughs) Are you still here? Is it possible that the church is salty? Because in every church, in every church, there are many people. That's why only 20%, only 20% of the members of the church are doing the work for 80 people. Hallelujah. Look around. The very people who who are here are the very people, if I call a meeting, they will show up. Meanwhile, Sunday, and the whole place, are you still here? Malice, barrenness, saltiness, don't be salty, hallelujah. Tell the person sitting by you, God, deliver me from saltiness. It says that there are also the salty churches, it, say, it said no matter the input, the church does not grow. No new churches are planted from that church until that salty land is healed, they will bear no fruits. In 2 Kings chapter 2, from verse 19 to 22. And the man of the city said unto Elisha, Behold, I pray thee. He said, The situation of this city is pleasant. So everything that is going on, you know, they see pleasant things going on. As my Lord seeth. But the water is not. And what? The ground barren. It's like everything looks glorious. When people come, oh, in fact, I need to commend the praise and worship team. Last Sunday was something else. I mean, it was very, very powerful. Hallelujah. Amen. Music is nice. Song ministration is nice. Ushering is nice. It's like, that's why I said that. They were telling, the people were telling Elijah, he said that, you know, everything in the city is pleasant. When you come, the thing just looks like. Nice. Even when you enter, before, when you park, you see a cross in the front of the church. You enter, you see a cross. You enter here, you see a cross. So just seeing crosses makes you happy. Because people, when they see cross, they feel they've, they've made Jesus. It means sacrifice. You've got to make a sacrifice. Hallelujah. So, even that one, it is pleasant. It's pleasant. When you enter the place, He smiling. He said, You know, the people say that. You know, the thing is pleasant. Everything around us is pleasant. Then he went on and said that. But the water is not, and the ground water is barren. That barren is the Meleche. It's barren. Hallelujah. He said, It's barren. Give us the next verse quickly. He said that. And he, he said, Bring me a new cruise and put salt therein and they brought it to him look at what is happening this is what is going to happen to our church and he went forth onto the springs of water and cast the salt in there hallelujah sometimes the thing that is causing us not to flow if it gets in the hand of the right people the church will change and god will change our situation I say, God will change our situation. That the very word, now when the word comes, the word is going to energize you because purification has come. He put the salt in the water. Then he said that, "Thus saith the Lord, I have healed these waters. God has healed us from barrenness. I say, God has healed us from barrenness. God has healed your life from barrenness. God has healed the church from saltiness. Anything that makes us not be able to bear fruit, God is healing us tonight when Elijah took it and he poured it, he purified the waters. Very soon, you begin to realize that people come to church. You see, it came to a point, eh, and I still, it came to a point, point that when I see a new face walk through this door, I know that that day they will give their life to Christ. That's why it doesn't matter. Sometimes I can see familiar faces, but as for altar call, they will do it. As for altar call, we will do it. Because everybody sitting here is afraid of hell. Everybody here who is not afraid of hell. Yeah. So if you are not right, how do you give your life to Christ. Are you still here? God is healing the waters, He's healing the waters. He said that from this day the waters were healed up until this day. The waters have been healed. Pastors, you will see fruitfulness in Lexington. Your 10 will become 20 your 20 will become 40 your 40 will become 80 it will be like that to be like that and when we start the church on the south side it will be the fastest growing church i prophesy fastest growing church on the face of the earth fastest growing church i'm telling you it will, it will blow your mind eh? last sunday as it was raining and we went homes that were open to us eh? if we say we are gathering the people to have church service we have more than 30 people you enter one home there are nine you uh, you enter another home another eight then you enter another home i mean it's like if we gather all the people apart from the people that we have seen on the field it's very exciting hallelujah and i believe that because of that god is doing something great in this place can i have an amen? amen are you still here so our waters will be healed. My chair Barrenness is being broken. Amen. It's being broken. Hallelujah. I will not be a salty pastor. I will be fruitful. My fruitful days are here. Amen. I'm telling you, more churches. One in the south, one in, across the bridge, one on the east side. When we finish, we are going to Bowling Green. We are going there. We are going there. Where we are, is two hours everywhere. Why not? you will be sent. Tell the person sitting by you, you will be sent. (laughs) Somebody say you have been sent already. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you a trick. As you are in the church and you are growing, eh, sometimes when you are there, just try your luck. Apply for a job B in Bowling Green. Oh, nothing can take you. Or this thing can take you. You get a landed, good job, better offer. It's a door. A door has been opened. As soon as you say, "Past, I've been sent here, it's a church. You are a moving church. God, there he is in their midst. If you like, move. As soon as you move, no. If you like, move. As soon as you move, no, we are considering. I tell you, that is the only way we can be fruitful. Say, so anyway, now when I'm moving, I'm not going to tell you. We will find you. We will find you. Obviously, when we see that your heart, you love it, that is when. But if, you know, because also you have to count the cost. You understand? It's better for you to count the cost and realize that this thing, I will not be able to do it. Even though I may force you to do it. But at least count the cost and realize, okay, if it's okay, give me five people. If maybe I have five people, it may work. Then we will will lend you five people. (laughs) Because you have to replace the five. And then after you leave, then we'll move on. Can have an amen. Amen. It's a church. Where two or three are gathered, He's there in their midst. And God is going to be with us. It's God who is building the church. How many points do we have? What is the first one? Akabariness. What's the second one? Shako. And then what? Melecha or Meleche. Whatever you call it, it's a word. The fourth type, Hebrew word, is. Otsa barrenness. So, O-T-S-E-R. In Proverbs thirty sixteen. This Hebrew word, it says that to enclose, to hold back, or to maintain. Hallelujah. Listen, we are barren when we decide to keep ourselves. It's like, oh, me and my people, and me and my people. It's a type of barrenness. That is why I refuse to be a pastor of one, people from only one group. I refuse to be called a Ghanaian pastor. I refuse it. Any Anytime somebody says that, an African church, I tell you that we are not an African church. Come, you will see people who are not Africans. Yeah. Where, wherever you are from, we have uh, Niger, Akata. That's, if you are from Nigeria, you give birth to children here who were born here. The African Americans, we have Ghanaian Akata. They were born here so we are oh is that not the case we refuse to be identified as an african because all our children they were born here They are americans yeah or you don't agree yeah say this is the first time i've come to an african church this is not an african church when you look around we have over 18 nationalities look up up the asians are all sitting here jamaicans are sitting asians are sitting here people from germany France, they are all here. Is your eyes have not seen it because they would all come, they will all come. I was watching B- uh, Bishop Idahosa. Yeah, in his time, uh, his ministry, and everybody that is sitting behind him, around him, everywhere, they are all white. And then he's standing there and he's preaching with thick accent, and the people are laughing. You can't, is the anointing. Yeah, he says eh, when you speak, I cannot understand you. Until now, you are canal. Intina, you don't understand where the word is. But if you are spiritual, you are following the thing. Accent or no accent. The word is being read. The word will have its impact. When I go, when I speak, they don't you will understand me. Sometimes I tell my students, listen. I, said, I can't understand you. I said, I'm not speaking French. I'm speaking English. If you keep quiet, you will hear me. Because I speak better English than what you speak. US come today. What what is US come US in class? Share. You will fail Bia. You continue speaking that bad English. I tell you. Are you still? So utter barrenness, it says that this one is to enclose. So let us not enclose ourselves. You know, we want, to, we want to maintain the choir to be powerful. We have missed it. You are barren. The, the choir must grow. Usher must grow. Instrumentalists must grow. Technical team must grow. You must not be enclosed. There's nothing like me. I've been here long. If you like, be here long. When somebody comes, they are willing, they will be sent. They'll become a nation and you will still be here. You remember I said, I accept a grain of wheat fallen to the ground to abide alone. Hallelujah. Except the grain of wheat. The grain of wheat, when it falls to the ground, that is when it goes through the dying process, then it becomes much. Jesus Christ fell to the ground. Now the whole world is following him. Yeah. If he had just said, he would be enjoying heaven only with the Father. There will be only two. Maybe Holy Ghost will be moving around. There are only three. But since he gave his life, you and I, we also have a place in the in His kingdom. Can I have an amen? amen. Can I have an amen? amen? So when we enclose ourselves, He said, people suffering from this kind of barrenness, they hold back intentionally, holding back intentionally. You know how to do something. You have a voice, but you say, "Me, I'm watching. I'm sitting. I'm watching. You are barren. You're barren. Everything that God has placed inside of you is meant for the church. He gave some prophets. He said, he gave some what? apostles, he gave some teachers, he gave some pastors, for what? For the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. Every gift that we have, it is for the work of the ministry. If you can sing, it is to enhance the church. If you can organize, it is to enhance the church. If you, you have intelligence, you have any ability, I mean, it's not, we are all not the same. We are all not the same. Me, I'm not a gentle preacher. Pastor Hans is a very gentle preacher. There's some pastors they don't scream when they preach they don't scream they don't spit they don't shout none of the above they don't drink water yeah hallelujah but god has made me who i am yeah so when i go to people are surprised because when you look at the guy you you you, you cannot even feel say, ah, Hey, I don't know that you are just this. I say that's how I am. I mean, when I'm out of here, I'm a simple man, very cool. But when I am in the pulpit, I'm not holding back. I refuse to be barren. Are you still here? So he said people who hold back intentionally, they know a lot, but they hold back and refuse to be fruitful. It should not be your story. Whatever you know how to do. Whatever you know how to do at your workplace, implement it in the church. Organize the people, shining. Some of you, when we come to your house, is the decoration. Hair. Hey. The way you now you have decorated your house, then you walk into the house of the, even the place is not looking nice. And you are holding back. It's a type of barrenness which is called the Otsa barrenness. But God is delivering us tonight. I say God is delivering us tonight. Tonight we are being brought out of that. We are not going to hold back. We are not going to hold back. There will be pastors that will come out. You not say that me, I'm shy. Me too, I was shy. But I'm no longer shy. You can rise up and preach the gospel. I was telling this man, he cannot be too gentle. Yes, pray, pray. Pray, pray, pray. Sometimes you have to cast out the demons. You have to put fire into this. Yeah. Yeah sometimes you just i mean because some demons you can't just say hey i bind you hey i bind you hey move out oh move out." they would they would do the thing that they did to the seven sons of skiva because you don't appear like you are militarized i mean i like praying when i i like praying no pastor i like i, I like praying cool there's something called traveling prayer that as soon as Zion travelled, he brought forth his children. It's like childbirth. You have to push. Uh, 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 if it doesn't come, when my wife was giving birth, was it lace Yeah. You know, she was becoming a phlegmatic with the pushing. You know what they did? They put a mirror. So when she saw the baby's head, she thought she was going to squeeze the baby's head. She went like, the baby was out. I'm telling you, it's the truth. Is that truth? They had to show her that hey, if you don't push now, you are going to kill your own baby. One push, whoo, the baby was out. No swe- nobody stressed out. Because if you have been there when your, your wife is pushing, you do more of the pushing than them. Because they would have had epiduria and then they are just being phlegmatic about the pushing. But you two, you want it quick. Some husbands pass out they only have five seconds. If the baby does not come, after six seconds, they're on the floor. It's an opportunity for them to see. Are you still here? We should not hold back. We should not restrain. We should not take our hands from the plow, but we must continue. Amen. Some of us here are president of MBA associations.
0: From your, your, their fellowships
1: that you are you are the president when you come to church it's nothing that you are interested in hey it's all here it's called and god is delivering us tonight hallelujah because lack of knowledge my people perish as i was reading especially the one that even blew my mind was the what do you call it which one the the what the second one what's the second one Barrenness. When I read it, I said, oh Lord, you have been bringing the people to us and I'm not able to retain them. I am barren to the hundred degree. So I refused. Went to the follow-up team. Right now, our focus is retention evangelism. When somebody comes here and they give their life to Christ, that very day, somebody should tag on. There are three types of follow-up. The third type. Of, the first one is location. When the person gives their life to Christ or somebody comes to visit the church or something, somebody has to attach them, themselves like a Covalent bond and go and locate where they live. That's the first type, at least you know. or if you find a zip code or something like that, the second one is, "Oh, I was in the area." You intentionally go and visit the person but you say, "I was in the area, because when I tell you, I'm coming to visit you, you are not going to catch the fish. Put it in the freezer. Wait till the day I said I'll come, then you defrost it. Then now you are going to make there's no time for that. I was in the area. And then I decided to stop. But that's when the person feels that they are loved. That even when you are passing, sometimes you are on your way to work. Then you intentionally pass between someone who's going. you knock on the hey sister, are you there? You know, I was just in the area. Every time is I was just in the area. Yeah. But you intentionally went there to go and see the person. Then the final type is when they went to work overnight they came so you know when i come i cannot drive by the time you say you are calling them 10 o'clock you say i am at at your door i'm coming to pick you you don't have to drive i brought uber you just shower that's the point where if somebody say i don't have a dress that's all i have always have extra clothes in my bag a pant and a t-shirt let's go to church the Agorika. that's anakazo. That's how the church will grow. when we listen to the testimonies saying this, this person followed up on me and 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 this person was calling me and this person was calling me. as long as we keep in touch with the people and they feel loved, they will come. Are you still here? When you begin to get involved in somebody's life, they cannot run away from you. Sunday we were walking somewhere. We saw some people, they came to church, they were someplace some place doing barbecue. Then we stopped the car and said, hey, Charlie, I said, hey, pastor, pastor, pastor. Another time, you are passing through some corner you don't expect. You see that the people that you are interested in, you find them. Just stop. Let them know that you have seen them. Whether they are doing anything good or anything bad, let them know that you have seen them. And they release them in a blessing. You will see and realize that running away, Nobody is following you. You are running away, but everywhere they run, they someway somehow meet you. Then they say, forget it. Let me just be faithful to the church. It's like, this guy has become an angel who follows me everywhere I go. But the Lord is delivering us from utter barrenness. Hallelujah. Do not hold back. This one, whether it's Tia or TriA, I don't know which one it is. It's S I. Y-A-H. How will you pronounce that? T-I-A, right? Okay, let's take Yah. Depending on where you, you come from, you can either say it's Sia or Tia or Tria. <laughs> Whichever one. Hallelujah. It said this word speaks of being parched and barren. It speaks of drought and dry land in the wilderness. You see, sometimes you feel so dry. Is there any Christian here? Sometimes you feel dry in your life. In your times of droughtness, you are barren. You cannot do anything fruitful. That is why you must consistently, you know, Bishop was, you know, explaining some things. There are some of these things that eh, we, we take for granted. But it's, it's here. Hallelujah. It says that drought or dryness in Isaiah 41, verse 18, he said, I will open rivers in high places and fountains in the midst of the valley. And he said, I will make the wilderness a pool of water. May our wilderness become a pool of water. Hallelujah. And the dry lands, which is the cheer or tear, springs of water. God will all of a sudden make you become spring of water. It's like out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters. Your life will make impact in somebody's life. You will no longer be dry. Your impact will be felt. Your impact will be felt. When I die, it must be that I planted many churches. Many people came to know God through me. Your life must have an impact. Two things, if you are a Christian, two things you have resolved. Do something for God with your life. Do something for God with your life. That means that become a preacher. Not like an ordained preacher, but you say we should go. Everyone is supposed to go as long as you are a Christian. You say preacher. No. How many of us here play basketball? Or you have played basketball before? All right. How many of us have played soccer before? All right. Okay. You realize that you all play soccer. Right? But the local leagues, then what are some of the famous ones? Those of you who watch soccer? Where? No, no I'm talking about big, big leagues. Barcelona. You know, when you think about uh, Manchester, those people, I mean, they have taken the thing to another level. It's like you, you say you play basketball. But when we go and take Kobe Bryant one hand, it's what. Billions of dollars, even your two hands, when they put it together, it doesn't count. The same thing. You can be buried. You think that you are playing soccer, but there are some people when the ball comes and they receive the ball, the whole stadium, they panic. They panic. They, say they are panicked. Some people too, when they take that thing, they dribble one, two, they say, they are dying. That's you. Why am I saying that everybody can become a spring of water? Your dryness, God can refresh you. God can make you. Your, your prayer life can be transformed. Your wasted life can be transformed. You have to pray against that type of barrenness. God, I want to be fruitful. It's a prayer we must pray. You chose me to be fruitful. Lord, make me fruitful. Make me fruitful, Lord. I refuse to be barren. I refuse it. I refuse it. I refuse. Everything I'm telling you is in the church church planting. So you can the book church planting. So find the book and read it. So many things. So many things. Are you still here or you have gone home? Hallelujah. My God. My God. God will help us. Say, behold, I do a new thing. He's going to cause water to spring out of the desert, and make a way in the wilderness. Your life will begin to. I mean, and you realize that when. God begins to stir you up and then you become fruitful. Hey, a day should come that you should sit here and say that one, two, three, four, five, six. This, this week I was testing the guy, I was testing John. And one of the comments that he made to me, I gave him a book, How to Be Born Again and Escape Hell. Then, as he was saying, what did he say? He said something about he's feeling God now. Is that what you said? There was something that he said. And I felt so happy. You don't think I should feel happy? Should I feel happy or not? Yeah, he said because we went there and his father was saying that this guy, he's been trying to let him go to church. He said he won't go. And if he has gone to church with us, he said, I donate my son to you. We invited him to church. He said, I want to see changes in my son. When I see that changes, I will come. And I believe that the changes are happening. I said, I believe that the changes are happening. You'll be shocked. You'll be here. No, he's preaching because he speaks another language which you don't understand. Yeah, he'll be preaching another language. Are you still here? Trying to find what he said. I mean, it made my my life happy, Pa. He said, What? I asked him, Do you understand? Then he says that, yeah. But then he says something. I I said, I feel God now. It's like, like I'm feeling God now. As he was reading the book, I'm feeling God now. And I think it's a good place to put your hands together. Yeah. Yeah. He's feeling God. He's feeling. As he's reading, he's feeling God. He has not felt God. And now he's feeling God. God is doing something in his life. Yeah, God is doing something in life. And we are grateful to God. And many, many more people that from him. A lot of people, young people like that will start feeling God. If young people are feeling God, we the old ones, they will retire us quickly. Are you still here? Oh, can we finish? Tell somebody I refuse to be retired. So these are the five Hebrew words. Now the Greek words. Just two Greek words and then we are going home. Number one is steer us. S-T-E-I-R-A-S S-T-E-I-R-A-S steer us. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 1 verse 7 and 36 talks about, it says that this means to be stiff and on what? Natural. Hey, he said, I speak of sterility and barrenness. He said, stiffness speaks of people who are unyielding and disobedient to the word of God. You see, sometimes uh, you are barren because you are not flowing. Sometimes you are barren. Sterile barrenness is that you are barren because you cannot flow with what is going on in the church. If only you can flow. you know. If only you can flow, you would have been the pastor by now. If only you can flow, you would have had your own congregation. Stieras S-T-E-I-R-A-S. Hallelujah. If you would have flowed, when you take Abraham and Sarah, Sarah was barren, right? But when the prophecy came, Charlie, the hundred-year-old man, he got up and he told his wife Sarah, 90-year-old. Let's go to the bedroom. You would have said that, but I'm old. though. he said, "Oh yeah, let's go. Something must happen tonight." She was not stiff, but a veil herself began to flow, and then Father Abraham, at the age of hundred, with his walking stick, he came. <laughs> God glorified himself. I see God glorifying himself in your life. That you shall not be that type of barrier. Sometimes stiffness, don't be stiff. Sometimes there should be able to be changes. Hey, we don't want you to do prayer anymore. We want you to now go and do technical. Go and be in the tech team. You can't play drums anymore. We want you to be a chief usher. You, you can't do foam stars anymore. We want you to be the prefect of the sitting stars. To change them to become other stars. And they have taken my, my thing from me. Since I've been to this church, I've been very faithful. Now they say, I can't do this anymore. They have taken it away from me. Listen, a church of God must revolve. Things must change. And they should come. Dr. Idan should start a church. He's no longer the music director. It shall come to pass. I say it shall come to pass. And God will be in the midst of us. God will be in the midst. There are five. Yeah, Five. A day is coming. Mr. Candyman, you are father of many children. But a day is coming where you must go. There are other children who need candy. Yeah, that day is coming. The day you visit here, you are Christmas, we bring you here for Christmas, Father Christmas. Uh-huh. But you have, you are actively planting church. You are actively helping the work of God. I tell you, this is how we feel that we are fruitful. This is how we feel that we are fruitful. I'm telling you, that is what has brought the church to this point. You can have an amen. That's the only way we can be fruitful. You know, there are some parents who are begging their children. I know a, 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 a family, right? the father gave birth to only one child and they are begging their daughter to give birth to many children because she's a girl. That means that the father's name is finished. Those who take the father's name, so if I'm Eduardo and then I had all daughters, it means that everybody that comes to marry from my family, they're (laughs) going to give them my name. My name is finished. It's finished. It's It's not going on because we take the man's name, right? Yeah. So, Quay Mansell, you only have one chance to forward the Quay Mansell, just like me. Dr. Tunde have three chances. Fully. No, no, no. All of them, as soon as they go, the same last name, same last name, same last If you have all girls, that's why when somebody have three girls, they want a boy, they'll go. It's a girl. They'll go. It's a girl. By the time, we have a friend like that. She has gone, He uh, said, this is the last one. Go, girls. I told the guys that your Y chromosomes are not working. You better accept it. It's supposed to be X Y. Every time he tries, it's like SS. So Charlie, he, he, he has given up. Are you still here? Are you still here, Sierra's? Please disobedient and just flow, just flow. When they say, oh, that's you, go and start a church. We are flowing. We Sometimes when we are saying the thing that we don't have confidence in it as much as, we say we are going to start a church. You think that we know? We don't know anything. We are, the We are just going, we are just going and we begin to see that God is guiding us because all that is required is a desire. Once you have a desire, God will meet you at the point of your need. It's just a desire when it comes to god if you know exactly what god is going to do like we said we are going to salsa if we know exactly where god is going to plan the church how he's going to do it we have missed it because you cannot box god up but every day he will surprise us every day he will surprise us can i have an amen we already saw this guy say he plays the instruments nana right yeah he was supposed to come yes last sunday and he had a a tummy ache he plays the instrument. He was excited to come and to play. So, when you finish, give him a chance. Let him just hold the instrument. Maybe it will help. So, when we go there, we already have an instrumentalist. Plays keyboard. Plays guitar. Share. Yeah. God will make the provision. He will make the provision if we are willing. God will make the provision. God will make the provision, and I believe it shall come to pass. I say it shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. I say it shall come to pass. The final one is the Agos. Agos. Second Peter 1.8 Agos. He said, it, for if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful. Unfruitful, that one is talking about Agos. Type of barrenness. Um, that is unfruitful in the knowledge of God. Because there are some of us who can know God, but we are unfruitful. We are not able to, 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 to. You see there are some people who know the thing they cannot teach. Have you ever met somebody who knows the thing but cannot teach? There are some people they cannot pass on knowledge from one person to the other. There are people also they really don't know the thing, but as they keep on passing, then that's how they perfect their knowledge. You can be barren in the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. You can be barren, Agos. Oh, May the Lord deliver us from all this type of barrenness. Hallelujah. Pray. Get up in the morning and pray that Lord, I refuse to be barren. Then you begin to start Akka barrenness, Shakal barrenness, Malachai barrenness. Then you keep on mentioning and mentioning that Lord, I refuse. So I refuse. That, that, that day I didn't go anywhere. I was just in my room and I was praying that Lord. I refuse to be barren. I refuse to be barren. That's it. Hey, every time 300 members by the end of the year but the back doors are open people coming through the front gate the back doors are open people come in and the way we treat them they go they don't come anymore or the way you call them or the way even you behave the Person come to sit by you and then you know you adjust yourself it's like what is wrong with that the person will sit down and the address will touch you then you you are adjusting yourself you adjust. are you are you are you a princess? Or you are a king or something like that. Hallelujah. God will help us. Do you believe that God will help us? Let's lift up your hands. Rise up and lift up your hands and tell the Lord, the Lord, help me to be fruitful. Herein is my Father glorified. Our Father is glorified when we are fruitful. John 15 and verse 8. Lift up your voice. Pray that God make me fruitful, make me fruitful, make me fruitful. I want to be fruitful. Deliver me, O God, from every form of barrenness, every form of barrenness, every form of barrenness, every form of barrenness, every form of barrenness. Form of barrenness. I want to be fruitful, Lord. I want to be fruitful, Lord. Deliver us from our car barrenness. And Lord, deliver us, O oh God, from tear barrenness. And my God, O tear barrenness, O barrenness, Lord. Deliver us, O oh God, from shakal barrenness, Lord. Sierra's barrenness, agos barrenness. Deliver us, O oh God. Deliver our lives, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, make us fruitful. Make us fruitful. Lift up your voice. 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 God, release me from this barrenness, Lord. Every demon of barrenness in the church. Tonight we pray. We pray. Place your hand on your heart and pray to God. Pray to the Lord, the Lord. Deliver me from barrenness. I don't want to be barren. I don't want to be barren, Lord. But I want to be fruitful. You have called me to be fruitful. You have ordained me to be fruitful. My God, may my life please you, Lord. My God, may I be a oh God. One that plants many churches wonder witnesses my god give me a platform lord give me a platform for crisis, Lord. a platform of oh god when many shall come to the saving knowledge of crime lead your chest lift up your chest take us oh god as high oh god so when you look at me is your righteousness you see Lord make me pure in heart. Oh Lord make me pure in heart. Make my heart faithful and true. So when you look at me, so when It's your righteousness, you see. It's your righteousness, you see. Oh, Lord, Lord, makes me pure in heart. Sing it again, Lord, make me pure in heart. Lord, make me pure in heart. Oh, make my heart, make my heart faithful and true. So when you look at me so when you it's your righteousness you see it's your righteousness you see lord make me lord make me pure in heart one more time lord make me pure in heart lord makes me pure in heart oh make my heart make my heart faithful and true Oh, so when you look at me, oh, it's your righteousness you see. Oh, Lord, make me pure in heart. Oh, Lord, make me fruitful in heart. And, Lord, make me fruitful now. Make me fruitful now. Oh, make my heart fruitful and true. Oh. So when you look at me, it's your righteousness you see. Lord, make me fruitful. Lord, make me fruitful now. Let's sing it one more time as a prayer to the Lord. Lord, make me fruitful now. Oh, make my heart fruitful and true. Make my heart fruitful and true. So when you look at me So when you look at me Oh, it's your righteousness you see Oh, Lord, make me fruitful now Place your hand on your heart Father, give us a heart of fruitfulness He said that if these things abound in us It makes us not to be barren, O oh God, but to be fruitful I pray that, O oh God, all the types of barrenness that we have seen, Lord... Deliver us from them tonight and fill our hearts, oh God, with fruitfulness. Fill us with fruitfulness. May the church of God be fruitful. May we be delivered from every form and every type of barrenness in the mighty name of Jesus. May it come to pass, oh God, that our seeds shall be seen. May it come to pass, oh God, that, oh God, will be viable seeds, oh God, that will cause many to come to the saving knowledge of Christ. We refuse, oh God, to be few. We refuse to be few. Father, as we go and we witness my god draw many draw many cause many to come lord cause many to come to know the saving knowledge of christ we bless you tonight bless your children bless your children lord may some callings be made sure may some callings be made sure we thank you tonight we bless you tonight we glorify your holy name in the mighty name of jesus and all the saints shall say amen and amen Oh, put your hands together. Give five fruitful people a high five. We believe the word of God
0: has actually come down to you and you have been blessed. Come join our services at 4200 Bell Drive in Louisville, Kentucky. This and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m.